Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Singh. Joyce, I have a sound effect. Let's see. Did that work? No. Damn. Uh, the Oscar I also short- like that you just, you just play that on YouTube on your phone. Yes. Great. I didn't even download an app or anything. Oh, the highest of quality uh, tech stuff for us. Joyce, the Oscar shortlists are here and early. We were expecting this much later. This is uh, earlier than the past couple of years. 2 yeah. p.m. Uh, Eastern, send yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've barely had time to peruse them. So these are like quite live thoughts. This is like the hottest of hot takes. The live, we're just doing it live. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah top level joyce it look like for, i'm doing math here so mm-hmm. that's a that, we already know this is tough uh but i got count. barbie barbie with five mentions but score, a lot of them are just in one category Four <laughs> sound three songs the three songs we expected that they're campaigning uh no hair and makeup though for barbie no that was a, you know the we can get into it later but makeup and hair uh they chose violence that branch they did. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, Flower Moon. Kills the Flower Moon. You might have heard of it. Four mentions. Hair, makeup, sound, score, and song. No visual effects. And um, another four-time mention. It's not nominee. What do you call them? Mentions is good. Yeah. Uh, Society of the Snow. Yes. I thought maybe we get five, but it got to pull the uh, the all quiet. Uh, we call that in the biz, I think. But it got yeah. four. In the sound, miss sound score, international feature, hair, and makeup, and visual effects, uh, and then a bunch of movies with three that I haven't all counted them all up. But I know Oppenheimer had three: sound, score, hair, and makeup. No visual effects, which we knew already because it was reported that it missed. Uh, the zone of interest getting its expected three: score, sound, and international feature. And the color purple also had three score and two songs, but the color purple missed sound for musical. That's a tough beat, and hair and makeup for a lot of aging. Another tough beat. Yeah. Um. Another uh, triple mention. Uh. Napoleon. You know how much I enjoy Napoleon. Yes. Makeup and hair, sound and visual effects. But not score. It's something. Every it's funny how every one of these like missing one that I thought I could have gotten. Right? Like I'm just there like, oh. are a lot. Like uh, you know, a uh, film Twitter uh, very upset over past lives also missing score and sound. Mm-hmm. But it gets in for original song. Uh, nothing here has made me think any re- rethink anything in my best picture or picks. Last year when we did this, it was like, man, All Quiet on Western Front is like seriously getting in. I felt like. And Black Panther had also had five last year. And it was like, oh, shit, maybe that actually is going to happen. And it didn't. Did you end up, I mean, I, did you ha- put Black Panther in? I don't think after? I ever put Black Panther in, ever. But I definitely yeah, put Yeah, because I Quiet. never had it in. Because it no. was just like, it was just like craft stuff. Yeah. But yeah, All Quiet was just surging. Um, yes. Quietly. And then loudly. Yes. Uh, and then, like this year, people were like, "What's going to be the all quiet and uh, pegged Society of the Snow?" And maybe I think it kind of is, but I don't think it's getting in for feature picture picture. But I think it would get. I don't in think it's going to sweep feature. the Baptists. 
No, I think it could. I mean, I definitely would predict it for best international feature. I think visual effects I've had it in. I think uh, hair and makeup could definitely get in too. And score maybe, but score remains incredibly competitive even with yeah. so many misses. Yeah. So um, that would be four nominations. And also this year, best picture is a, a, a bit more packed than last year, even if we can't quite. It's, it's kind of, it's the same, but not, you know, like last year, we were also trying to figure out the bottom couple slots and here too. But I think the, the competition level is different. So if, you know, whatever, if, if these things had been different, maybe I would have had a different take, but I'm like, I was expecting maybe Color Purple to do pretty well with like four or five mentions. And maybe I'm like throwing it back into best picture, but with three mentions, two for song, uh, not doing that, unfortunately. And then uh, zone of interest, which I have in there, I was like, okay, we'll see. It got the three that I think it needed to get. And it just shows that it remains like a very strong option. And for that you know what? Slot. I was already predicting zone in score and sound. Yes, same. I think I have them still in sound and score. Oh no, I I might have taken it out for Boy and the Heron in score. I might do that. And that that made that made score. So that made score, and I think that's definitely up there. But I, yeah. I think for me to put Boy and the Heron in, I have to drop Spider Verse, which I don't want to do. The other three scores that I think are pretty locked are Oppenheimer, Flower Moon, and Poor Things, all of which made the list. I haven't updated anything, and I know you have because you're like that. Well, I only updated because I took out. Um, you took out the things that missed. Yes. Like Barbie was a big miss. Everybody, according to our odds, Barbie was like second place for hair and makeup. And now it's not, not nominated. It's like Oppenheimer was in first place for visual effects. And now it's not nominated at all. So uh, yeah. And Guardians also missed hair and makeup. The top five in yeah, the odds probably. before this were Maestro, Barbie, Poor Things, Guardians, and Oppenheimer. And then the Color and, Purple And I six. talked to the, the Guardians team. Did I curse them? Color Purple 6th and Nyad 7th and Priscilla 8th and Wonka 9th. Not a single one of those made the list. So. Priscilla missing hair uh, hair and makeup. Like, uh Did I miss it? Did Wonka make the list? No. Did it? No. It didn't even make it. So, like, literally the top 10 in the odds, uh, the only three of the top 10 that are actually eligible are Maestro, Four Things, and Oppenheimer. So, uh, congratulations to Kills the Flower Moon, which I immediately put in because it seems like likely it would get in. And Society of the Snow, I also put in. But you know what else made makeup and hair? What? Golda. Mm-hmm. Hella Mirren rises. I know some people at Bleecker Street, and they were very much like Golda and 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 that makeup could make it in. Maybe it could. I mean, it, it wouldn't be the first time that we just have, you know, like a, a lone makeup contender. You Another know, big miss sometimes. here was uh we mentioned there in, in going through the many misses was Nyad, which I feel like is another that's a bad sign, I think, Joyce. Yeah, Nyad and Nyad has great makeup yes. and hair. Yes. Like the just the 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 waterlogged skin and everything and the it's tanning, incredible. the you know, um not tanning, but you know, like sun drenched yeah. skin, yeah. sunburned. Yeah, sure. And yeah, not here and makeup and hair. And I had it in makeup and hair. And not score for Alexander Desplat's great score, I think. But you know what I've said before that he usually gets in, and I, and, but I meant like nomination wise, like when he has a strong film. So and this so, time he didn't even make the short list. That doesn't mean anything in terms of like the actors still not want. You know what I mean? It, like that doesn't affect like Annette Bening or Jodie Foster, let's say. But I'm like the the movie did not has not been very strong. well i mean i guess if you had nyad in best picture like not great bob but i didn't have nyad in no. best picture um and i've already taken annette out i still have jodie foster in supporting actress though same but i might drop jodie foster too because of this the, not because of this but we're we'll talk about it. i guess we'll talk about it next week in our, our column because we're pre we're banking columns joyce but uh yeah i don't know i uh a, a wild category i was i guess i was surprised the funny thing about kills the flower moon which i think has great makeup but i think a lot of people the make like it's funny that it didn't get in for visual effects too on the short list because there's so much visual effects work in that movie mm -hmm. that you don't even realize this i talked to the guy i talked to pablo hellman so like I, you know obviously i'm in the tank but like there's like 90 minutes of visual effects work in that movie including simple things like you know the scene where uh is it Sturgill Simpson who plays the guy who is gonna who De Niro and and they go to meet him at his like little place with like all like the moonshiners and stuff. 
Is that Sturgill? Sure. I don't know. I saw it six months ago. <laughs> Let me look. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it three times. So you and it is that out. guy. And there's a scene where he gets uh, this is a spoiler alert for Flower Moon. Uh <laughs> this character ends up getting shot at one point and is like, remember the car is driving? Yes. And it slams into like a tree. Like it's a great Scorsese yes. shot. And Pablo Helmo was like, in that scene, they cut to the Stur- Sturgill, however you say his name, uh, not a country music fan, Joy. So, and I am also an idiot. So it's tough to, to get the names right. Uh, and he's in the car and he's wearing like a cowboy hat and he's like bleeding and he dies, right? Like whatever. And apparently like in the way it was shot, there was no cowboy hat at all. And they were like, the audience actually doesn't know who this is because the scene is so quick. So we need to like make sure he has his cowboy hat on and we're going to visual effects it in because that's how we've seen him previously. And it's, I've seen it three times. It's incredibly seamless. You cannot tell at all that it's like a visual effect. That it's a fake hat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like the whole movie. So I was like surprised that that did not get in, but it gets in for hair and makeup, which I'm wondering like, how how much did he realize how much visual? Well, I guess it's also like it's just you explaining it. I don't think people realize that that was a visual effect shot. It's just a guy in a hat. It's so but simple. I guess they're also doing. Are they for the this? Are they doing sizzle reels or something for like the Bake Off? Like I guess they maybe are explaining. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, yes. Like they're like you know, like there there's been panels and everything, and I host it. Yeah. So, yeah. but with many of these people, it's like I I think it's just you know. They they tend to like go away from like the simplistic stuff yeah. and also practical stuff as we know with Oppie yes. too. So um, but like this, like the whole visual effects shortlist is the creator, Godzilla minus one, great pick. I have that in there winning. PS. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, Guardians. Did you go to the theaters to see Godzilla yet? Yes. It's great. Right. Yeah um guardians who i also talked to the visual yes. effects team great yes. um indiana jones and the dial of destiny um maybe kind of questionable but two mentions though because it's also yeah. still there for score for our and, boy and johnny I've had it in score johnny will mission impossible your fave i interviewed this man and he is a genius this visual effects supervisor hell yeah it's great incredible work the whole thing i was way in uh as we said napoleon you know great pick really yes. good visual effects in napoleon i would say mm-hmm. Four things. Great pick. Rebel Moon. Have you seen that one yet, Joyce? I have not. No. Not not entering the Snyderverse just yet? No. No. Did you see um, Aquaman last night? I am not going to see Aquaman. Sorry to Aquaman. Sorry uh, to Jason Momoa. Yeah. Probably good um, idea. Um, Society of the Snow and Spider-Verse. Yes. Spider-Verse animated visual effects. I have... Uh, so based on this, I have... Uh, I gotta find it. Godzilla minus one just winning. Just straight up. I'm putting it right at the top. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't give a shit. Uh Society of Snow, which has unbelievable visual effects. It's a terrifying visual effects for that movie. Just almost borderline unwatchable. The plane crash recreation is so unbelievable. Uh, I put Spider-Verse in, and then I have the creator and poor things. I had um Dungeons and Dragons, which did not make it. So yes. I have to get rid of that. Um, but as I've mentioned before somewhere at one point, I had Poor Things in first. Yeah. Just because it's the most best picture adjacent film. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, I don't, a Guardians is first in the odds. I don't even have it getting in. I could, I could just see it missing, personally. I think I'll get in, but I don't think it will win. Do you think it'll change now? Like, do you think it'll stay first in the odds by the time we get to picks? Like final pick nominations. I yeah. mean, I don't think it matters for nominations. I know, but like I feel like an idiot for not even having it in. But I just am like, I don't know if it'll get in. I, I don't know if the. I think I'll get in. Um, it's got good effects, certainly. So, um, and it's like, it's the only. I mean, like, if, if you're not counting like Spider Verse, it's it's the only, you know, like superhero. Yeah. Movie here. So we usually have, you know, multiple MCU films. Yeah, not this year. I wonder yeah. why. Hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's visual effects. We love the music side of things, Joyce. Some um, misses, some big misses, I'd say, in song. Well, I I currently have Wish in song, and I got to get rid of it. 
Bad news for you, Bob Iger, and my daughter, who loves the music from Wish. Uh, but not the not, film. Not the film, but the music. Uh, not on the short list at all. This Wish did not make it in. Sorry to that man. The man being Bob Iger, I guess. Um, But you know who did make it? Our girl, Diane Warren. I got her locked in in third place behind Flame the two and Barbara hot. Songs. No 80 for Brady. That's fine. Just one song. All the support can go there. So I had previously moved uh, American Symphony in there. It went, never went away. And I feel more emboldened having seen it on the short list here. Uh, and so I have it still in. Um, well, why don't you read all, all the, the songs? So the songs will be It Never Went Away from American Symphony. Dear Alien, Who Art in Heaven from Asteroid City. An inspired pick for some. Dance the Night, I'm Just Can, and What Was I Made For from Barbie. The bull, the two color purple songs, Keep It Moving and, and Superpower One, which is not the, uh, that's not the Corey Hawkins song, is it? It must be a credit song, I bet, right? Mm, I don't think so, but. I'm Googling this quickly. Yeah, that's a Fantasia, I think yeah. a Fantasia song that's over the credits. Um, The Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot, High Life and Meet in the Middle from Flora and Son. Uh, John Carney's movie, pretty okay. The music is great. Meet in the Middle rules. I'd love that song. It would be great if it gets in. He, he'd be nominated because he, he wrote them. Uh, My favorite, obviously, Can't Catch Me Now from The Hunger Games, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, Olivia Rodrigo. Doing what Taylor Swift previously could not, making the short list. Uh, I, I haven't heard that song in full. I've only heard that snippet in the ads. So I what if what if this is my new No Time to Die and I just it, never hear the song? It could be. I actually think she can get nominated. This song is great. And I think people really obviously like Olivia Rodrigo, Joyce. I don't know if you know this. Uh, a song for my people from Kills of the Flower Moon. I will not say the Osage name to risk uh, to, to stop from myself from embarrassing myself. Uh, Quiet Eyes from Past Lives. Road to Freedom from Rustin, and Am I Dreaming from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So uh, you can only get uh, two noms per film. So you can't have Triple Barbie here. No. Uh, I have the double Barbie. I have What Was I Made For? And I'm Just Ken. And then Diane Warren. And then I had American Symphony. I'm keeping that. American Symphony also had three mentions, uh, song, score, and documentary. I, I can also like, see a winning doc. <laughs> I could see a winning doc. I could see it getting in score and also here. I could actually get in. I'm going to put it in in place of my, uh, you know, wish. Um, so I, I definitely think it'll get in. I know people love this movie and it's available on Netflix. So it'll be widely yeah. seen. It's, it, you know, it's a tearjerker. You want to yeah. cry over the holidays. And, Every, you know who people love? Uh, John Batiste. You know, uh, album of the year winner. Uh, he can win more Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, An Oscar winner. Oscar. Yeah. So, yeah. I really think he's like, I, I feel like this is like all in. And then I put Hunger Games, Ballad, Songbirds, and Snakes in. So you uh, just, but, you got rid of Color Purple. Well, I had, I actually had never had it in. I had Road, I had Rust and Road to Freedom in, the Lenny Kravitz song. Oh, I never had that. It's in third place in the odds. Obviously did well here, make the short list, but I just am like, not sure if it'll, a credit song, not the, the hung, I mean, I don't know. It could I feel like if, if we agree on the double Barbie, Flame and Hot and American Symphony, then like we, we could have a surprise in the fifth slot. Yeah, which could be fun. Um, The other big miss here, do we mention Peaches was a miss as well? Yeah, people Super are upset about that, but I'm not really surprised it missed. I'm not either because it's like a goof song, but I'll yes. tell you who is all over the place campaigning is Mr. Jack Black. You know what? You got to get it in before the shortlist and announced when when you're kind of borderline. So I'm proud of him for campaigning. It was a great yeah. attempt. Uh, it definitely hurts my idea that Mario would even uh, sniff the animated uh, feature race. <laughs> so did it even make the list? Uh, no, it's only animated short. Never mind. Um the other movie that missed was Iron Claw here, which has an original song that I really loved. I think that movie is just kind of too late and too small. You know? Yeah. Live That Way Forever uh, is the song. Great song. Um, 
what else missed? I think there's a song in Nyad that missed, obviously. Yes. Song? Linda Perry, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned 80 for Ready. No, not a single song from Wonka. Not a single song uh, from The Little Mermaid. Sorry to Halle Bailey. But you know what? She has Keep It Moving. She does have Keep It Moving. I'm a little surprised Wonka didn't make anything in. Uh, Theater Camp was another one people really wanted to see. Camp Isn't Home. A catchy Mm -hmm. jingle. Uh, Yeah. Catchy tune. Uh, Burying the lead, perhaps, at least for Char in the comments. Uh, Better Place from Trolls Band Together. Out. Yeah, sorry to InSync. We uh we pre-taped our mailbag episode, Joyce, which is coming. And that was the week. very first question. That was the very first question. So already it's stale. <laughs> but so next week you us... just skip that part. It's the but very neither, first question. But neither <laughs> one of us expected it to get in. Yeah. Uh so so that was fine. So we were right. Good job, past selves. Yeah. Uh uh, other ones I was like maybe a little surprised. Uh I am from Origin. They were definitely promoting that one heavily. Um, but it missed. Uh, Steal the Show from Elemental is actually a really catchy song and it's used really well in the movie. Um, but no, missed. They're just the, like off of Disney. They really were. No Disney. I mean, that like uh, nothing here. Um, what else am I looking for? Yeah, I mean, that's like, there's a lot, all those Disney ones. I'm just looking through our odds in the, uh, do you think, um, do you think the Flower Moon song makes it in? Um... I'm going to say no right now. It could, though. With that, like you said, I think the five feel like, to me, like they're the I, four. But I think, like, it's, I don't think it's the same as, like, everything everywhere. No. You know. Do you think Christopher Nolan's like, damn it, we should have just done, like, a, I'm Oppie, here I am kind of song at the end? He doesn't give a shit. He's like, what are okay. short lists? um do we do score yet no okay score uh which is our fave usually american fiction makes it in love that score uh very jazzy yeah laura cartman uh just awesome very good score uh american symphony which bodes well for i think it getting in and or uh, definitely winning documentary feature, which I would have it in there anyway in first. But uh, there you go. Barbie made it in here, which I love because I think that Barbie score is crazy underrated because people are so focused on the songs. They don't think about the score. Yeah, but like they're rightfully focused on the songs. And then it's it's kind of like sub- subliminal because yeah. it's so similar. And yeah. then it's like bleeding in and out. Right. of the songs so uh the boy and the heron which has become a very popular pick on the film twitters david ehrlich is like leading the charge for that score it's a great score uh the color purple here that's i think a positive it's good for the movie yes get it here elemental with thomas newman going for another oscar uh non-win the holdovers which has a great score uh very much like a 70s rock score that i thought was like really good this week choice i did trivia at, at nighthawk cinema in brooklyn oh and how did you do we won my team oh congratulations it's not just because of me but what did you contribute well one of these cat the the score category i did okay on because i knew the the score from bottoms which did not make the shortlist here but is awesome and i was like that's bottoms because i've listened to it three hundred thousand times wait so it was it was audio it was an audio round where they play snippets of 2023 scores and so then the holdovers one is a movie you've only seen once I, i should see it again and I haven't listened to the score, but when it came on, I was like, it sounded like a 70s classic rock song. And I was like, that's obviously the holdovers. Yeah. And it was. And I'm like, it's a great score. I've been listening to it. I'm like, that's a great score. So I'm glad it made it. That was the end. That's the story. That's the anecdote. Uh, Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. Congratulations. John Williams. Flower Another Moon. One. Oppenheimer and Poor Things. All expected nominees. Uh, Anthony Wills is from Salt for Saltburn. Love seeing that. Great score. Society of the Snow, Spider-Verse, and The Zone of Interest. The tough field. Really tough. Um, And yeah, like we mentioned, No Past Lives. No Past Lives. Uh, The top, I'm looking at the odds here. Nyad, so the top, I'll just read through. The top five in the odds still are, were Oppenheimer, Flower Moon, Poor Things, Spider-Verse, and Zone of Interest. That's the five I have still. But I really want to put Boy in the Heron in, so I have to figure out how. 
to drop one of these. Uh, the next five were Elemental, Color Purple, Society of Snow, and Indiana Jones, uh, and The Boy and the Heron. So now we're good. The top 10 made it in on the short list. Then Past Lives. Uh, then Barbie makes it in, American Fiction. And then after that, Nyad and Ferrari, neither of which made it. Uh, uh, Salt, Saltburn, The Killer, which would have been fun, but no. Yeah, But you know what? The Killer did make sound, and I can see it being nominated and i want it to be nominated uh so i have it in sound also uh so that's good i want to put ferrari and the killer in sound but i don't know how i could get them in with zone of interest in there also so i'll just keep the killer in there in fifth uh instead of ferrari um yeah i don't know this is a again like it feels like very top heavy for best picture contenders but i guess we don't you like would it surprise you if barbie got in here for score yeah no no right um, because like, like it's just that's like you know like a like a value add nomination for it if it's like really really big with the academy um i i still have indiana jones in there in my fifth slot which like they could also be really lazy sometimes i they could but that's why I'm going to put Barbie and Boy and the Heron in, and I'm dropping Spider-Verse and Zone of Interest. How about that? I'm just going to do that now. On I have Zone in. I have Zone, so. I think Zone could make it in, certainly, but I'm going to drop it. And then I'm going to say also American Symphony can make it in. Um, we mentioned hair and makeup, but here's the full list of that. Bo is Afraid making it in. Congratulations to all the Bo is Afraid heads. Ferrari, Golda, Killers of Flower Moon. This one I love. The Last Voyage of the Demeter. A great imagine if that got nominated that might get nominated that would be the suicide squad of this year let's say right like it'll always be known as an academy award nominee i would love that i would love that for this movie Corey hawkins in two academy award nominees this year color purple and the last voyage of demeter <laughs> uh maestro napoleon oppenheimer poor things in the society of snow um yeah so uh, what what have we already mentioned? No Nyad, no Guardians, no Barbie, no Priscilla. Right. Yeah. No Wonka. Yeah. Um, Say this. I know it does no bearing on anything, but I was bullish on Wonka, and certainly in like production design, I thought I could get in. But now I'm like, maybe. Yeah, not. but it's it's a different branch. Different, different, different branch. It's a I different know. Branch. It's a different and, branch. And they don't like production design doesn't have a short list. Costume doesn't have a short list. I know, list. I know. But I'm just saying, like, um, not great, not great, Bob. Yeah, so I, it, so Barbie was second in the odds. I did not have Barbie getting in here. Wow. Yeah, I had Maestro, Poor Things, Guardians, Nyad, and Oppenheimer. So what are you going to have now? I have to get rid of Nyad, so I don't know, because I, I can't put in Barbie, and then in sixth in the odds is the color purple, and I can't do that either. So I and went, then after that is Priscilla, and I can't do that either. Um, went Maestro Wanda, Oppenheimer, Wanda. Flower Moon, I did, and Society of Snow. Um, um, yeah, I can I can do Society. I guess I don't know. It's yeah. Um. So by Nyad. Sorry, we hardly knew ye. Did we do uh, sound yet? No. We mentioned sound with killer. Yes. Uh, sound, sounds were Barbie, the creator, Ferrari, killer, flower moon, maestro, dead reckoning, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and the zone of interest. Pretty expected there. No color purple, which is a tough beat. Uh, and then we haven't done these yet. I don't even know. I mean, can we even predict them yet? I don't think we, do we, we can't predict doc. We will now, I guess, because they'll be, they're added. not there yet we can't do it but so. for can't do but, it yet so we're not derelict on this uh but documentary the list here now was doo -doo -doo. american symphony which like you said i think can win straight up apollonia apollonia beyond utopia which i know people were excited about making uh, Bobby Wine, The People's President, Desperate Souls, Dark City, and The Legend of Midnight Cowboy. Funny story about this movie, Joyce. I saw it at the last day of the 2022 Telluride Film Festival. Wow. In a 
small room, not much bigger than this room I'm in right now. And uh, it's all about uh, the, what it says, the Midnight Cowboy. And it's actually a really compelling film. I thought it was like pretty good. So are you going to predict it? I will actually, probably, maybe. Uh, the Eternal Memory, for, Four Daughters, Going to Mars, The Nikki Giovanni Project, In the Rear View, Stamped from the Beginning, uh, Still a Michael J. Fox Movie, A Still Small Voice, 32 Sounds, To Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days in Maripol. Yeah. Um, do you think Still will make it? I'd say no, because this is a pretty... Uh, a pretty severe branch usually. And that type of movie doesn't usually make it right. Like beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like they're not always up for like these heartwarming documentaries about real people. Also, but I think American I mean, symphony might win. It's double dipping. Cause you know, they changed the rules again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think people will be, it'll be widely predicted and it's been very promoted. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not sure it'll make it in based on past history yeah um but yeah i think if it does make it i would still favor american symphony over it i don't know i don't know how much like you know obviously people love michael j fox right and with everyone voting in phase two like maybe it could win i don't know i, I wouldn't put it out i wouldn't put it past it i just don't know I think like Four Daughters, I think would make it in. Twenty yeah. Days of Maripol, mm -hmm. uh, American Symphony. That's three. Maybe still, maybe Beyond Utopia. Right, like yeah, and your Midnight Cowboy. In my Midnight Cowboy one, um, and then international feature, another uh, popular one. Amerikatsi gets in for Armenia, uh, The Monk and the Gun from Bhutan, The Promised Land from Denmark, Fallen Leaves from Finland, The Taste of Things from France, The Teacher's Lounge from Germany, Godland from Iceland, Io Capitano from Italy, Perfect Days from Japan, Totem from Mexico, The Mother of All Lies from Morocco, Society of the Snow from Spain, Four Daughters from Tunisia, uh, Twenties of Maripol from Ukraine, and United Kingdom's The Zone of Interest. No, about dry grasses from turkey yes which one best actress that can or marie ditzar do you think we could have these so like international feature it could be like zone of it like 20 days of maripol and four daughters could double up basically yeah. which i would say helps them get in for doc zone of interest seemingly is the front runner here based on not because having France did not submit anatomy of a fall do you think taste of things will make it in uh I don't know. <laughs> we actually got an email about this. We're going to do a few emails today, but I could do that one now. Let's see. Because it's just going to be exactly what I just asked, I think. Well, let's see what it says. Uh, with Anatomy of Fall, this is from Eric Joyce, who mailed, emailed us at slugfest.goldderby.com. Dear Chris and Joyce, with Anatomy of Fall out of the running, is the winner of Best International a foregone conclusion this year? Will the United Kingdom inevitably receive an Oscar for the German language movie filmed in Poland? Or does the zone of interest have any competition? I think that's a little cheeky, right, Joyce? Because there's so many different countries that could stake claim maybe in the zone of interest, even though it's a UK production. Uh, let's see. And Francis Nova, what would have likely been a heavy favor for the Oscar, has me thinking more broadly about the category itself. Is the submission process too compromised by the obscure politics of each country's respective film industry? Does the Academy's more international voting body or the recent success of movies like All Quiet, Roma, and Parasite make the category obsolete? Is there a need to isolate foreign films to their own category when they receive attention elsewhere during the ceremony would you personally change anything about the category this is my favorite category every year alongside best original screenplay because it's often an opportunity to award more quirky films so i'd like to hear your thoughts that's from eric i think the first thing i would change about that category is for the oscar to go to the director and not the country yes i think that's so silly so, because like the director accepts it on the show but they don't get to take it home um unless like the country is like you can take it home but it's they they're not uh the academy doesn't recognize them as a winner right it just recognizes the country as a winner and then you have people thinking they are winners yes and they're not no correct that's so that's the first tough. thing i would change yeah, i would definitely change that yeah 
Um, and then I, you know, it's like, obviously the process now is like only one, uh, film per country, you know, like submission. And I understand why it like, you know, like back in the day, I understand why like that's been in place just so it's, it's kind of like the Olympics, like you want to cap like certain slots for certain countries. So, you know, it kind of evens the playing field, but now, you know, I like cinema is so global and we have so many great films from so many different countries and you know like you you probably won't get like you know three films from France getting in right you know what I mean um so uh and then yeah I I, I don't know because like you know we have like other obviously other awards groups that don't have this rule of like one film per country and like it's it's they still have like a nice mix and variety of films from different countries too i guess they don't trust the the oscars don't trust their voters to do this i'm sure they don't and i'm not sure they should i guess would be yeah i don't know how to i I mean i i understand why it's in place and i don't know if we should eradicate it but i don't know exactly how to fix it like they fixed this the 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 voting structure of of this category so many times or fix or change i should say not but yeah i don't know i i don't know I mean, it does suck when there's a year like this where it's like Anatomy of Hall would so clearly win. Yeah, and obviously, like, when they do choose a film, like, sometimes there are politics, you know, involved right. of why they, they didn't choose one film over the other. So. And the other thing that's funny is, like, I know a lot of people who actually prefer Taste of Things to Anatomy of Fall. So it actually mm-hmm. just might be that that was, the in their minds, the better movie. I don't know if I agree with that, but I'm just saying, like, it's not totally foreign that that would have been a choice. Um some years there's just two good movies, but maybe then there should be like ability to nominate more than one from every country, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then you know. have to trust the voters to actually see the movies instead of saying, here are like the 20 movies you have to watch. Yeah. Do you think Zone of Interest, I mean, with three shortlist mentions, seemingly some of these movies obviously have two. Society of Snow has four. Do you think Zone of Interest is like locked in or does Society of Snow have something like it seemingly would get nominated here also? Does that could that possibly win, even though maybe not because yeah, Zone of Interest would probably win. the best picture think, winner, a nominee? Like Zone is the like the like the art house pick. Yeah. Probably, yeah. you know. Um, and I think society is the more like mainstream. Like the good thing with society is that it's actually not out until Netflix until January 4th. So I feel like it's gonna get like a bigger push to momentum at like the right time. Even though it's been out, I mean, you could see it, I think, in theaters or had a moment, opportunity to see it. I've seen it. In yeah, it's it's hitting Netflix um, a week before uh, Oscar nomination voting starts. So, but then you're also kind of banking on everyone checking it out, like in that first week of January before they're voting over like six days, you know, and a, a lot of things are going down the first week of January. Are there <laughs> so, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because, like, the difference between, like, this and All Quiet was that All Quiet dropped on Netflix in October. Yes. And people just found it on their own. Yes. And that's why we were all so surprised by its uh, shortlist mentions last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there anything here that you were like, oh, they, they found it on their own then? Nothing really. No. This Nothing. year is just a little... We were, like, like I said, people were, were already flagging Society of the Snow as the next All Quiet anyway. Right. And, um... Netflix has also been promoting it like they've been promoting that more like this this fall than they were with um all quiet last year throughout the fall yeah it feels yeah. like they learned from last year yeah learning so, like uh Oscar Isaac in in uh what's the movie X-Men Apocalypse when he touches the tv and he's like learning like that um did you did you change anything else overall after this no not really only in those categories we talked about where you had to uh like i said i would have maybe put something else in instead of zone of interest um perhaps color purple i will say i'm getting like going back to sound do you think if we still had two sound categories it would have gone into mixing it if it didn't i would say that would be an issue i I think it should (laughs) So, uh, yes, I probably would have had it in there for one of these two, right? Because it's a musical and like 
the actual the music is like that that's the best part of the film probably is that like the, the music numbers yeah yeah the music numbers are great uh i was thinking this today i'm like this close i'm not gonna do it yet i'm this close to putting barbie in first for best picture I just think it'll, I could just, like, I was just playing it out of my head and I was like, man, Barbie wins Best Picture, Nolan wins Best, best Director, and, like, Greta and Noah win Best Screenplay, original or adapted, wherever it is. And that's it. Call it a day. You mean Greta and, okay, so, but. <laughs> They'll win either adapted or original, wherever it ends up. I know, but I'm just like, like, Barbie and adapted over those other Scripts. I think Barbie can win best. I really think it can win best picture. And I just think like the hair and makeup nomination, uh, uh, exclusion from the shortlist, notwithstanding. I'm like, man, people just love this movie. What if it actually just goes just right to the top and ends up winning? I, I, I still think like, I think I'll do very well nomination wise, but I do think there's still some like, you know, like a small faction of people who, are not huge fans of it you know Maybe. And, and like you know it's like commercialism and everything and you know it's about a doll so as a amy talbin the great film critic said it's about a fucking doll that was like her big takeaway yeah. to our pal jordan hoffman and i think that even made his review uh as well um yeah nothing else really surprised and like i said like I don't know, Nyad, I was like, again, like that's a tough beat, I feel like, but it wasn't good. Are you gonna are you gonna picture. drop Jody? So if I do drop Jody, I'm trying to figure out who I put in. This is divorce from the short list. I think Taraji would make a lot of sense, but I'm still not sure the movie is obviously being widely embraced by the industry. And I think she has a great shot of getting in at SAG. And maybe enough, maybe it gets in anyway. But I'm like, I don't know. I, I just really wanted Rachel McAdams to get in, but I don't know how I'm gonna make it work. So, yeah, I like I like. Mm, I mean, you could put your girl Rosamund Pike. I could do Rosamund. I could do America Ferrara again. I just feel like with Nyad, and I mean with Rustin, and maybe this is like they're both solid movies, and they just feel like they're not really top of like no one. Like I don't know if there's a lot of enthusiasm for either one of them. Yeah. Um, and they're... you know, I, I don't think that either of them has ever been, uh, you know, heavily predicted for best picture, like, or no, like may maybe they've like flirted with the top 15 or something, but I don't think in the top 10 ever. So, so and yeah, they both just, you know, very quietly dropped on Netflix in November. And it's like, you know how sometimes like something can hit netflix and then people find it like all quiet you know eventually they find it themselves and it feels like that just never happened with either of them and that did happen with may december you know like it's opening weekend on netflix it, it definitely happened with may december and i'm not one of these people who's like oh like the marketing you know i love a campaign but i'm not i was not like ever like oh uh without the actors to promote these things, that's a big deal because I'm just like, I don't think that people care, but I was like with those two, with respect to the awards, the idea of like both imagining both Coleman Domingo and Annette Bening at like Telluride to launch the thing and just everybody just being like, they're going to say they get in everybody kind of like kind of. I mean, well, the, the actor strike ended the week after Nyad hit Netflix and the week before Rustin yes. hit Netflix. So it was still, it's still like good timing for both of them. And they it was, it immediately hit the ground running. <laughs> they did. And it was, that was good. But I'm just saying, like, I think with these kind of movies, especially when the movie isn't great or not as much of a contender in other categories, like I was thinking like Judy a little bit, where I was like, that was just like different year and stuff. But it was like, oh, Renee Zellweger is just going to win the Oscar. And then everybody just kept repeating it. And then she did. And like for this, I was like for both of them, I think out of Telluride, if it was like, oh, Annette Benning is great. We all love her. It, it would have just helped like get the get the get the person into the list. And then everybody just kind of repeats the list. And without her there, but we don't we don't want people repeating the list. No, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's probably why I think in another year, maybe they would have had a better shot. But I just don't think. I don't know, because I feel like now. people were already like ne neither title was like a surprise and people were already like protecting them somewhat 
like I think Coleman was probably in the top five before festivals in Best Actor. I you think know, I had him in there last we, year when we were doing this. Yeah, and um, you know, uh, Annette had that THR cover about um True. her her charity work with the the Actors Fund or what whatever it's called right now. You know, that was over the summer, like during the strike when she couldn't promote her projects, and um. Yeah, I I don't know like how much of a difference them being at Telluride would have made because they would have just like shook those people's hands and it's like okay great and then you could like get this tribute and give a speech. But, but... I think that that helps like because then you're like oh it's just like kind of a self fulfilling prophecy where it's like oh of course they're gonna get in and then you know I don't think it matters but I mean it kind of does I guess that would be my that's my hot take it kind of maybe matters. But also like she's she we've also known from the beginning that best actress is way more competitive this year than it was for renee zellweger yeah it's just very crowded um judy judy made makeup it it was nominated i know uh yeah i might drop judy but i'm not sure who i'll drop to put her in uh we have a couple emails here joyce i guess we could do before we we say goodbye uh this one is from sandy who writes, I was uh, just, this was, expe- I'm so excited. This was like expecting, I guess, the the song nominees or whatever, but not a surprise that Ryan Gosling made the list, obviously, for I'm Just Ken. Uh, I'm so excited about seeing Ryan Gosling at the Oscars this year as a nominee and performing Maybe I'm Just Ken. Uh, do you think that he will perform at the Oscars? Joyce, what do you think there? Because he and Emma Stone did not perform City of Stars last time so ryan put out an ep this week joyce yes uh three remixes of i'm just ken which one is your fave well the christmas one obviously well yes of course uh he just loves singing it um it's it's also funny how you could just add bells to any song and it's like it's a christmas christmas now it's christmas Christmas. uh i think he will perform it at the oscars i think he likes uh this like the song and yes. everything and, and Mark Ronson. Um, and, and I never felt that about like him and La La Land and like, cause they remember him like during that whole season. I mean, he's kind of like a little aloof anyway, but it, it never felt like he was as into that as much as he's into, um, you know, Barbie and I'm um, just Ken. So and I- Mark Ronson also, you know, he Instagrammed the other day about, like the history of the song and like the first time he met Ryan and he had like a short period of time to record in the studio in London. And then he didn't see him again for 18 months, you know? And then uh, like last month, Ryan gave him like an award and gave the, the speech. And that was really like the start of Ryan's campaign. Like the first time he showed at an event, it was a great speech too. And, and yeah, so it was, I, I think, and then like this, the whole EP and the remix and the, the music video came about it within a week. I, I think you're right. Cause I think, I don't think he, I think he loves La La Land too, personally. Cause I love La La Land. So yeah. I'm like, I don't think he hates La La Land, but, but I think he enjoys this like Barbie more. I think he enjoys the singing because it's actually like not serious. Right? Yes. Like it's, it's fun. And I think like he, he finds all, this whole process silly. And it's like the song is silly and he gets yeah. to take it very seriously. And Lala and the songs are like serious or not silly, even though I mean, like, remember him laughing after Envelope Gate on stage? Like, so great. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, I was like watching him this week. I do think he'll perform. I wonder how they'll do it. I was probably because today I was I was thinking of this today, maybe because I was watching Lady Gaga do Hold My Hand last year at the Oscars, which is just or this year at the Oscars. Are. The best just the best performance, best song. Apologies to Film Twitter and Not Do Not Do, but that should have won. That's a that's a classic song. Uh, anyway, and I was like, she did this like stripped down acoustic version. I wonder if they'll do that like with I'm Just Ken. Like instead of doing like a big lavish number, do you just do like a, like. Just him and what, the piano? Him and the piano, I just like he kind of did here, like with the Christmas version, the video, like a the, little. The, more in sh- My Feelings acoustic version? Yes. Uh. <laughs> A, that could be good. I also think he could just straight up win Best Supporting Actor. I'm more and more thinking this, Joyce. Because you want to put Barbie in first, so you need to justify it, too. I mean, obviously, that's part of it. But don't you think he could really win? 
Yeah, I never said he couldn't win. I know, but I'm like, I really think like, but like, really, he could win. Like, not like we could say he could win. No, like, I've always said that, win. like, he could win the globe. And then really, he could win. He, because like, I, I think like that could easily go to him or RDJ, you know, and like, we expect Barbie to do well at SAC too. And they could just rubber stamp whatever wins earlier too. So, and then he could win Critics' Choice in between. I don't know, like BAFTA, like, maybe i could see it going someone else you know like kihi kwank didn't even win bafta last year I'd love to see, i can't wait to see the bafta lists and who they end up putting in the bafta long list i <laughs> i love bafta now because of the juries um and i i love that i want another best actress year where they don't match at all like another zero for six that'd be so good mm-hmm. this one was from uh safia who's got a question about the globes joyce the globes announced their host uh, today recording this uh safi writes hi chris and joyce i've been trying to make sense of the globe's new best cinematic and box office achievement award possibly this is a futile effort i think the most charitable read is that it could encourage studios to keep releasing films in theaters i also think it's not necessarily the stupidest idea they scrapped the 150 million rule and instead select nominees who truly did something interesting or special during the theatrical run this could include the highest box office grocer, but also could be the use of innovative tech like in James Cameron films or smaller indie films that break the per theater average records. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't think it should just be about like the the grosses or like there there should not be like a minimum gross or whatever. Yeah. You know, because there are, you know, very successful like platform releases. I think you know that never come close to triple digits. And I think there's a difference between cinematic achievement and box box, achievement. Yes. Right. It's just, Uh, you know, just words. Words. We love words. This is like the season of words, the icon and creator tributes. Yeah, so many, so many icons and creators at the Gotham Awards. The greatest. The Gotham Awards still making headlines this week, Joyce, thanks to Bobby D. What incredible interview in Rolling Stone. And then the subsequent statement. From Martin Scorsese. Uh, if you didn't see that, I'm going to just Google this quick. We could do it quickly. Uh, first of all, in the interview, Robert De Niro learns what an incel is, Joyce. That was mm-hmm. fun. He was mm-hmm. like, what's this? Yeah. So in the interview, they asked him about the thing, the speech. We remember this. And De Niro said, what happened? This is De Niro to Rolling Stone. What happened was I was working on the speech with a writer and he gave it to them. And then one of the consultants had put something in the speech about how kids in Oklahoma aren't even able to read the book Killers of the Flower Moon. And then I didn't hear anything and they gave me the script and I looked at the prompter and I said, what happened? And then they assumed I had spoken to Marty or somebody about it, but I hadn't. They assumed that I would be okay with it and maybe I'm still getting it wrong and I wasn't. Marty and I spoke about it the next day and he said, yeah, I had sent you a text and Apple asked if you could dial it down respectfully. The next day, respectfully. And then here's Scorsese's uh, statement. The Gotham Awards honored the filmmakers and cast with the historical icon and creator tribute, which recognizes significant moments in history and for bringing a story to life in an authentic way on screen. We all wanted to make sure that in the limited time available, the acceptance speech had the space to acknowledge our Osage collaborators on stage and at home, as well as on our entire cast and filmmaking team. Apple has been a tremendous partner and there was no censorship. There was an unfortunate miscommunication regarding the final version of the speech. The event was a beautiful moment for our cast and collaborators to be reunited for the first time since the strikes it was an incredible honor to receive this recognition. That's a great, that's a great PR statement. He did not write that. That was his publicist. <laughs> no kidding. That didn't sound like that doesn't sound like the Martin Scorsese you've seen. For he, had, he has no idea what's what's been happening. So, so uh, do, you, do you believe that that the miscommunication? I kind of do, actually. Yes, because like. There's, this stuff is not as organized as anybody thinks. So I do believe. Without no, that. and I do believe like there's obviously going to be like calls and missed emails. Um, and, you know, they're both, uh, you know, old. So I, I, th- I get the sense that this is not the first time this has probably happened and it won't be the last time. And I think a lot of times people just let it slide. And mm-hmm. in this case, De Niro did not let it slide. And just uh, no thoughts. Like, here's what happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think they, they could, I, I could see them. I mean, the Globes are an evolving award show. So I feel like next year, maybe they'll tweak the rules a little differently. It's not a bad idea to do something like this. I agree. I think like 
doing a per theater average would be fun because then you could be like asteroid city gets in or whatever right because it's like this is like a significant movie even if it's not going to get in anywhere else yeah um or you know what if they just like do away with the category like they did this year uh when they just recombined the supporting tv categories again after just one year of splitting them i'm not gonna read the email but people were still so pressed about that that they thought we made a mistake choice uh no we didn't it doesn't exist anymore guys no it doesn't exist we doesn't, and we've also talked multiple times about how they merged them again <laughs> yes uh, here's one about the color purple, Joyce. This is from Alex talking about the Taraji uh, press the last week here about her, her wage gap and stuff. Uh, there, this is from Alex. There's been a lot of press recently with Taraji speaking out about the pay gap that black women in Hollywood are always fighting against. In one interview, interview spe she specifically mentioned how she was close to dropping the color purple altogether until they finally met some of her negotiating items. With this starting to with this press starting to swirl around the producers and the fact that this appears to be becoming the most popular news surrounding the film do you think this could hurt its chances of getting in at the producers guild at this point if it misses pga considering it already missed afi and mbr and the golden globes i'd say it's almost certainly in trouble in terms of getting one of the few remaining best picture slots at the oscars I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, i don't know if it, it would affect its like pga potential because i think the movie will do well when it opens on christmas and like the producers care about making money yeah i don't think they'd be punitive against it feels like that would be like a punitive measure against by producers against taraji for saying she should get more money but the producers are like steven spielberg and oprah winfrey and i'm sure they're going to be like don't do that yeah and <laughs> so, so just like i don't think i don't think anybody would take i don't think anybody holds it against uh taraji for speaking out about no no money. and like people i mean obviously the wage gap exists and especially for women of color yes. so i think we know that and people have spoken at like viola davis has spoken about it numerous times mm -hmm. before um you know she's talked about like how people call her the black meryl streep but she's not paid like Meryl Streep. Right. So. Um, I, yeah, I don't think you'll hurt in Producers Guild. No. I I think like if like if it gets in, I think it's just because like they they like the movie and it was probably successful at the box office, you know. Um, but um, I I think it, it can definitely help her like with SAG, like getting in because, you know, with her fellow actors you know, this appeals to them. This is uh, something that is very relatable to, you know? I, so. I, 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 when, when, when I saw the quotes going viral yesterday, I, I think I slacked you and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go immediately put her in. And then I already had her in. So great job past self uh, for doing that. I think she'll absolutely get in at SAG now. And I think the color purple could still definitely get in for best picture. I don't have it in right now, but I think it could actually get in just on the support of the actors alone. Oh yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets into PGA either, though. It just feels like the, a very broad, appealing movie that has obviously, like, forget that, like, the globe, like, forget the misses just in general. The anecdotal evidence that I think I actually believe, judging at least from our screening that we saw, too, is that people just love the movie. They're, like, very excited about this movie. So why, yeah. you know, like, when people are seeing it, they're very excited as a group. So I feel like that while there are dissenters maybe within like critical consensus or whatever, and it obviously is missing some of these spots where we think it should show up. Uh, I don't think it, it, I think it still is like a very live, a live option for like the 10th slot for best picture. Yeah. Like we talked last week after it's misses. Um, I mean, or like, I, I think like it could still make SAG ensemble and PGA and like that is enough to get into you know like nine or ten yes. best picture at the oscars and um yeah i think the movie is carried by the performances um and that's it's you know very appealing um and it's like you know a good time in the theater um and obviously it's a very uh popular and important piece of work you mm -hmm. know and beloved piece of work and people are very excited about it and i i think you know most people will like it when it comes out and it'll do well at the box office and like that that can be enough 
you know, for whatever other shortcomings just to get into one of those final spots. Like after we saw it last month, I didn't move it up at all in my best picture lineup. Like I didn't have it. I had it, I think in like eighth or ninth and I just kept it there. Same. And, and that's not an indictment on the film. That no. was just like it. it I, I think I said this last month, like it met my expectations. Yes. And like, I think there are some, you know, like, like issues with it. Um, but it's still overall an entertaining film, like great performances um, and a good time. So I think it's it could still get in there. And I, it, it yeah. hit PGA and SAG. So. I took it out after it missed the Globes because I just felt like that was a bad sign. Yeah, I I, I don't have it currently, um, but I I can see myself putting it back in before yeah. January twenty third. So I, I definitely can see that too. And I guess I shouldn't care that it missed the Globes, but again, it's the perception that it should have gotten in. I guess I like hung up on the perception. Yeah, and it's like the extra slot, and it's a musical. Um, like it really you know, should have gotten in there. Like but, big like, big names behind it. Right. Like, there's no reason it wouldn't have gotten in there, it feels like. And I mean, yeah. I guess they just like the other six movies that got in more, but that's a bad, to me, that was like a bad sign. That's why I took it out. But well, for, to me, it's not just the Globes miss because you can write it off as a fluke, but it also missed MBR top 10 and AFI top 10. Right. You know, so it's like, it's multiple groups and it also hasn't really been performing that well Um, in critics groups, obviously not the same thing as the industry either, but like like Danielle is also not even getting that many mentions. We know Davine is just winning most of them, like ninety eight percent. Just steamrolling. Yeah, but Rachel McAdams has some wins on the board, not just LA now. So I'm psyched um, for that. Yeah, but so I I, I yeah I I don't think I don't think Tar- Taraji's comments will hurt the movie. If you no. <laughs> um. Let me see if I got another email before we say goodbye. Let's see. No, that's it, Joyce. I did. Oh, this one This one we could do is about the VFX race. I guess to close it out, since we talked about the short lists. Uh, this is from Rohan, who I believe follows me on Letterboxd, Joyce. Wow. Uh, hi, guys. First time emailing. I've been really interested in the VFX race this year, ever since Dune was pushed back and without Oppenheimer showing up as well. I think the creator and Guardians 3 are the movies that most people think have the best shot of getting nominated. But after that, who knows? Um, I'm wondering what you guys think the possibility of a lower budget scale film like Godzilla Minus One or Napoleon or Poor Things getting in. Sure, they're not $200 million blockbusters, but they've gotten better critical reception than some of the other movies and have better visual effects, in my opinion, as well. What are your thoughts? I mean, I have Poor Things at first, so. I have Godzilla in first, so uh, <laughs> I definitely think those are going to get in. I mean, Poor Things, I think, could definitely win, like you said, just default to, like, the Best Picture nominee here. Um, I guess the one I keep getting hung up on for me is, like, do you have Spider-Verse in or no? Um, I don't think so, no. And so, like, I think that would definitely be a rarity for it to get in, right? Like, it's only happened once in recent history, I guess. Right, like Kubo and the Two Strings, wasn't that like the only other time in the last like you? I I guess like I don't know. Well, because it is like the branch, but um, I don't know. I was thinking like that that would like hurt it more if it's like everybody voting because I I think people are like that's animation, you know, like what visual effects are you talking yes. about? Yes, but I also wonder does the branch think that? I mean, obviously, maybe I mean, the like they could. I mean, we know how they feel about practical effects, so, so I'm like. That's the one I'm hung up on because I think the other, like my other four are Godzilla Society of Snow, the creator and poor things. I guess I should just have Guardians in there too and I could drop Spider-Verse or drop one of these other ones, but I don't really want to. Like. You don't want to drop any of them or you don't, you don't want to put Guardians in? It's kind of a mix of both. I thought the Guardians effects were pretty good, frankly, um, but like nothing we haven't seen before. And like Spider-Verse felt much more complicated at least from a visual effects standpoint i mean they have new big settings um in guardians um and also a lot of new creatures too which is also why it's like it sucks it missed um makeup yeah i was actually almost going to say like i just thought the makeup was more impressive than the visual yeah the human animals like it was yes like really really cool really great makeup i mean like the first two guardians made vfx 
So I'll, I'll put it in then, and I guess I'll take something out. But I don't know what I want to take out. Mm. I mean, I have to take out Dungeons and Dragons. So yeah, but you don't have Society of Snow, right? No, but I could put that in. <clears throat> or maybe uh, should I put Napoleon in? I'll take Spider Verse out. That sucks. It's a tough category. These you are can, tough categories. You can keep it. You don't need to do this. Well, you know that. I could keep it, but. I guess I'll put Society of the Snow in. Uh, I guess that's it, Joyce. So email us at slugfestigoldderby.com, but we will not read it until the new year because we pre-taped an episode next week that opens with a great conversation about better things from trolls being together. Better what is it place. called? Better Place. Better place. I don't ever have to think about this song again. Have you even seen Better Things? <laughs> I'm just thinking more of the song Better Things by the uh, the Kings. Um. Yeah, I never have to think about this one again. The the trolls one. Apologies to the Insync Hive. Uh, we love you and respect your power, but maybe they could. We do also the... we if you do listen to that first question, we also explain why it won't we're not in. predicting it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll listen to that next week. And uh, this is great, Joyce. Talk to you. Talk to you then. We'll come back next in year. next year. Uh, but first, our mailbag episode next week. All right. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby.